Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. From the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engine. 20 years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Dale Earnhardt will come to the caution flag to win the Daytona 500. Here is your racing team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black. Local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill. Track reporter and racing insider Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines from Fox Sports 1400 AM 98.3 FM on a beautiful Saturday morning here in Spartanburg, South Carolina and all around the world on the Listen In app. Good morning, Gregory. Yeah, good morning. I'm glad you and Alan look like y'all spry and ready. We have pretty weather. For uh, right now. For right nasty now. nasty tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to change pretty quick. But uh, beautiful weather. That's glad to hear to be here we got some good guests coming up and uh there's a lot of good information about racing because it's good time for football at least this afternoon for football and for racing so we'll see how everything works out good morning alan good morning how you doing doing good you uh contemplating going somewhere tonight well we was contemplating on going to harris up there they got a division up there called run what you brung and i text danny a little while ago and uh we got that Camaro sitting there, and I got a, a halfway decent engine, and we was going, I told him, I said, we could go up there and see how far we was off, but uh, he takes me back and said they had the tow truck tore apart, so uh, I guess that puts a curveball in that. <laughs> so uh, Can't we put the tow truck together Sunday, or we uh, don't work on Sunday? Well, uh, well, tow truck's tore apart now, and he's waiting on the parts for it to come in. Well... So uh, I mean, we maybe can't, he can... we can't get it. we can't if we can't get the part to put it back together with we can't get the truck on the road. Oh, the tow truck for the race car. Yeah, tow truck. For oh, the race car. okay. In other words, the race car might be ready, but the truck oh, ain't. Oh yeah, the race car could be ready, but the truck won't be ready. Uh, I, I didn't That's realize when it. you said tow truck. I, I I didn't realize that was the hauler. Yeah, that was the hauler. Oh okay. If you said hauler, I wouldn't have said that. Okay. So uh, I'm right. waiting on day you get a really really. I know you got the sponsors. But get a really, really big one and have one of them, them NASCAR deals they come up with later on with a big dump where you got two cars and all that stuff in it and just come in there and just... Greg, it's hard enough just to bring one to the racetrack, much less two. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you win enough. You, you, you win almost too much with one car. I never heard of anybody winning too much. Well, no, but I mean, you can win too much if you're the competitor trying to run against you. But, boys, we had some good racing going on last weekend. Yeah, we did. We and, did. Uh, we did. Um, who, who won the big plot prize, though? Uh, none of us won. Picked that 22 car, so uh, I guess that's a, a skunk for all of us. But uh, he put on a pretty good show there. He did, and I think he's uh, he's kind of looking like uh, he did a couple of years ago when he came out of nowhere at the last minute and won the whole thing. And I think he's thinking that. He kind of he kind of put a curveball in my predictions. That's one that I didn't have 
going to the top four, but I guess he's in there now. He might, he might, uh, yeah, well, he's definitely in he's there now. definitely in there. Yeah. So now one of my other choices has got to go to the wayside. So we got Texas this weekend and uh, Martinsville and Phoenix. And you know the 88 car always runs good at Texas, so that's, that could be another curveball thrown in there. Yeah. That, uh, you remember the last Texas race? That's when, uh, um, Cole Custer came out of nowhere to, yep. to snatch it. Yep, he sure did. Yeah, well, it won't do him any good this time other than saying he won the race. It'll do him a lot of good, but not as far as the championship goes. Greg, you got us a guest today, don't you? Yeah, we got a, a, a real good one. Uh, we're going to talk to Ray Abraham uh, at 1020. And everybody knows about Ray and his deal with Jeff Gordon and Mark Martin, and he's been a Hall of Fame, everything. Uh, we possibly are going to talk to Eddie Gossage uh, at, at a little after 11. Who is he? Well, Eddie Gossage is a, has, been, has been. He worked for Charlotte Motor Speedway, the PR man, but he was put as a president of Texas Motor Speedway about 10 years ago, and he does a real good job, and he's a good friend of mine. He, give us, he can give us some insight into the last few races, and uh, uh, I'm sure he'll give us a call hear about that time but if he don't we got an awful good guest in ray there's a lot of changes going on matter of fact he's told me about changes i didn't i didn't even hear about he's nope. got he's always got a lot of stuff going on and uh, we'll uh we'll talk to him at ten twenty about his history and his um he's got a car called the ghost that i want to hear about i got a picture of it over here it's a it's like a thousand horsepower 36 chevrolet with wings on it and it, it looks like a spaceship that he has run up Pike's Peak and he's drag raced it and he's road coursed it and uh, it's a it's a heck of a looking car. He, but uh, I tell you, Ray Aaron, Ray Abraham can drive a race car. Well, he he did. He, he was a good race driver till he got hurt. Yep. Uh, at Flemington, I think I read that was in either eighty one or ninety one. It must have had to be eighty one because in ninety one he was pretty heavily involved in uh, uh, the Dodge thing. I think. Started not no no the Dodge thing would have been two thousand yeah so he would have been with the Rainbow Warriors I guess in ninety one oh yeah he was with the Rainbow Warriors and helped make Jeff Gordon and Rick Hendrick and everything and they were they were pretty unbeatable well we're going to talk to him I'm sort of fumbling here I wonder if you guys have never seen a picture of this look at that look at that thing it's this this great radio to show a picture to everybody but the listeners. But that's uh that's his car and it's a heck of a looking deal. So uh That is looking that is neat looking. Yep. So we'll talk to him at ten twenty. All right. Then uh, then if we get gossage, we get him and if we don't, we don't. But there's yep. some news this week uh that we might want to run over here before we get into it. Um I texted Alan during the week and told him that uh Eric Jones had gotten uh, the seat in the 43 car, and that seemed to agree with you a little bit. Oh, yeah. I know them boys on that 43 team are pumped up now. Oh, yeah. That, that Eric Jones, that boy, whenever he gets out of a race car, he's sweating a little bit. So, you know, he'll give you 110% up front. I just hope the car's up to to him. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think that 43 car going to go to the winner's circle next year. I wish it would. I mean, I, I'd like to see Petty get back to winning. I don't. I'd have to go into the history books to see how long it's been since he won one, but that would probably be with... Uh, Bobby Hamilton, I think. Uh, no. Had he won one since Bobby Hamilton? That's that's a long time ago. Well, no, I think he's had one since then. I don't know, though. I mean, you might be right. 
Well, we'll check that out during the commercial. Yeah. But, uh, yep, he's going there. And, of course, it looked like there was uh, a pretty good chance behind the scenes at one point that now Kyle Larson's been cleared to come back. He's met all of his obligations with the um, diversity program and and written essays and been served out his punishment. So he's he's free to return to a cup. And it looked like behind the scenes he might be going to uh, the 14 car. But then they gave the 14 car to Briscoe. And now it's looking like unofficially, officially, that uh, they might bring the five car back at Hendrick and put him in that car. Uh, I heard both of those. And I think I think Nelson told me about that. I think he's I been mentioning it. Yep. Yep. So I mean, there's but but there's a bunch of good racing out there. I mean, that's just like uh, you know, we're gonna have Helton on at uh, the last show on, uh, not the last show, but the, uh, at Phoenix regular season and. Uh, his secretary said, you know, as strange as it is, we got pretty good races. We ain't got fans, people wearing masks and all this stuff. But uh, You've kind of seen these guys looking for rides and stuff that, that's, that's getting on with the program. I mean... Well, the racing's been real good. It has. I, I, I can't complain about that, and I don't know if... Uh, we'll talk to Helton about this, and we mention it, I think, just about every week, but I don't know that they need all that practice, you know, and all the stuff that they do. Maybe some of them do. The new teams, you know, that are going to be coming along. And uh, and Nelson told us a little bit about that stuff and how you can get fined for going to the wind tunnel too much. I never I never knew that. But anyway. But they fined us a lot because we had access to it through Ford Motor Company. And Lockheed, they got us bad. Well, I think uh, I think a lot of teams have their own wind tunnels now. And, uh, and a lot of teams don't. So they I guess they figured that's some kind of an unfair advantage. But a little bit more news here. Um Go Fast, which is the number 32 team that uh, Corey LaJoy drove for, they've, uh, they've says they're cutting back. Well, they've cut back a lot, but are going to, because uh, they sold their charter to um, Tifton McLeod, the team that they drive for, which I think is Rick Ware Racing. Uh, those 51, 52, and 53 cars that are always at the back with no sponsor, or usually with no sponsor. So, uh, they got their charter, um, I guess just one of them, and the president from um, Chicagoland Speedway is a fellow named Scott Paddock. He has resigned, and since NASCAR took their date, and they don't have a date next year, um, I mean, that track may have weeds growing up in it. They don't come up with something like an IndyCar race. I don't know, know why they don't have an IndyCar race anyway. I mean, that's IndyCar country, but... Uh, Chicago Land, I always kind of liked that track because it, the back straightaway wasn't straight. You know, it had a arc to it. What it did, it basically, they made a racetrack where they had two trials, sort of. In other words, you know, like at Michigan, you got the D shape. Yeah. And this track here was kind of like a modification of that. It was, it's not a D shape. But it's a real neat configuration. You really never go straight anywhere. It's almost no. almost kind of like a warped Langhorn or something. Yeah. And uh, I think it'd be real good for anything. They need to do something with it because I've seen some good, good you know, cup cars running around there. And But like I say, you can see in the car, he's always, it's like he's always in the turn. Yeah. 
And well, that backstretch is just—it's just kind of cool the way it arcs, and I always always like that. And anyway, as far as I know, I mean, I don't think I don't know that they've got anything going on. Uh, you know, NASCAR took dates away from Chicago and Kentucky, and uh, you know that's pretty tough. They gave them to that road course in Austin, Texas, the Circuit of the Americas, Coda, and they gave one to Nashville and um, Road America. 14 mile, uh, 14 mile, four mile road course up in Wisconsin. Oh, so, I like uh, that. No. Well, I do too. But, uh, you know, I hate it for some of the other tracks, though, because. Well, they were talking the other day, I read about what a huge economic hit that is for Kentucky because uh, mm. I think they built it. that track pretty much out in the middle of nowhere, Sparta, Kentucky, or something like that. And, yeah. and uh, I think they really depended on those dates. Now, I haven't seen an Xfinity schedule. I don't know if those tracks are going to be on the Xfinity schedule next year, but they're gone from Cup, and that's, uh, well, you can look at the grandstands during an Xfinity race on a non-COVID-19 year, and it's, there's a lot of empty seats. So I would think that that would probably be an economic uh, uh, setback for, yeah. for that area. Not so much for Chicago because it's Chicago, but Sparta, Kentucky may be, may be taking it on the chin there. Yeah, that, and, and we've seen that with a lot of racetracks, and probably North Wilkesboro was one of the worst. You know, where we saw such an economic impact yeah. as far as motels, restaurants. Uh, Probably Rockingham, too, huh? Rockingham, Rockingham too. I mean, uh, you know, he's right there at Pinehurst Golf Place, and he went right up the road in Aberdeen, and there was all kind of stuff. And they had started building motels mm-hmm. all over the place and restaurants. And it, it, it hurts communities once they get the community builds itself around a racetrack economically with uh, suppliers, vendors, motels, and the hotels have always been a big thing. Uh, you know, somewhere to stay. In Rockingham, I, I don't, I've never understood exactly why they've done that deal like that, but I mean, NASCAR has their reasons, I guess. I guess we can't run 51 weeks a year, but... Well, they did do a good thing uh, as far as economic impact in a small community, and uh, that's given Darlington a spring race. That's so, uh, wonderful. That, that is wonderful. Um, I'm sure they're not going to call it the Rebel 400, but uh, it's uh, back in the, I think it's well, Mother's Day weekend, be in May. So uh, that's where they've always used to have the, the uh, spring race at Darlington. So that's great that they're going to have one back. One more little tidbit here. Uh, I'm not familiar with Josh Berry. I don't know if either one of you guys are either, but... Uh, Junior Motorsports has assigned him to the number eight car for next year on the Xfinity circuit. So uh, that's a big break for Josh Berry and uh, never heard of him. Nope. No, you, you neither. I've okay. heard of him. All right. Well, you heard, will. <laughs> but, you know, I heard, I, I've heard something like Christopher Bell's supposed to be going in a car. Well, Christopher Bell, who, he did go to a car. He went to, uh, did he go to Gibbs? Who, who took over for, uh, didn't he take over for uh, Eric Jones? May have. I think he did. Yeah. I think in the, the, I think he even saw who got into his old car, which was the 95 Levine car, or or maybe that's one of the teams that's folding up. What uh, about, uh, 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 no, uh, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, no, there, but, I, but I was thinking what, uh, whatever happened to, uh, 
Oh, I'm trying to think think what the driver's name was. It's like one that just just disappeared. Uh, oh yeah, no, I know what I'm talking about. What about the Kansas deal where they took they you know they took Kyle Larson right out? Well, Kansas was he was a placeholder. He's he didn't do a thing all year, and yeah. uh, he's he's gone. He's back in retirement. Well, yeah. The, the, well, the forty two car. Um, you know, I should have. I didn't know we were going to get into this because I was going to do this later on uh, in one of the later shows. But the forty, somebody's in the forty-two car, and right off the top of my head, I can't think of who it is. Um, that's uh, Ganassi's car. Who got Ganassi's other car? We'll get Nelson to get us up to date on yeah, all Nel- this. Nelson, knows. Nelson will know all that. And uh, but um, one last little bit here: uh, they have named the Michael Jordan Denny Hamlin team. Team, tw- I, don't, I don't know how they're going to actually call it. But their logo was the number 23 and the Roman numeral XI for 11. So I don't know if they're going to call it 23XI Racing or 2311 Racing or what. But uh, that's the car that Bubba Wallace is going to drive for Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan. And uh, the logo's pretty cool looking. But as far as exactly how you pronounce it, I am not entirely sure. I'm not sure either. I did talk to a good friend of mine that... Uh, Broke me down in Daytona, Wayne Finley, and he he knows the Petties, and I got some information off of him, and he said the same thing. They're going to do it numerically with some Roman numerals, but how they pull this off, I don't know. Well, Maybe. the car's going to be number 23, and everybody sort of knew that because that was Michael Jordan's number. But, uh, okay, we're going to take a break right now. Um, I think that catches up everything. The uh, I think today... Um, let me look at something real quick here. The or tomorrow, I mean, the Grand Marshal at Texas is Jimmy Johnson's father. How Ooh. they came up with that, I don't know. But uh, that's the last little tidbit I had, and we can we can clear up some of these driver changes. And like I said, I was going to do that in depth, uh, I- probably on the last show. But we're going to take a break right now, and we're going to come back with Ray Evernham. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Want to talk racing with the guys? Call the Sign Force Hotline now at 864-468-1400. Start Your Engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Fox Sports 1400 now has an app. Like mozzarella sticks? No, it's an app for your phone. My phone is hungry? Okay, so for the rest of you. Download the Fox Sports 1400 app today with our elite audio text line. Just search Fox Sports 1400 in Google Play or the App Store. Download our app today by searching Fox Sports 1400. Man, I need a new car, but I have no idea where to look. Have you tried Impex Pre-Owned at Bowling Springs? Pre-Owned? I'm not looking for something with lots of mileage on it. That's why you need to go to Impex Pre-Owned, because they have a huge selection of new model cars and trucks with low mileage. Well, that sounds great, but i got to stick to my budget. And that's another reason why you need to check out Impex Pre-Owned. New model cars with low mileage at thousands less than you'll find anywhere else. Call Yvette today at 864-327-9297 or check out ImpexPreOwned.com. Impex Pre-Owned. Quality used cars made easy. Get ready for a slam dunk during the Nissan Nail Seal 
massive and a great Nissan. It's Markdown Madness. And you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Citra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only $199 per month. Or score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30% off. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Bench those high payments and slam dunk on savings during the Nissan Now sales event at Greer Nissan today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barbershops? If so, you need to visit the Ironspur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironspur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun, man-cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironspur Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. For everything happening here at the station, download our Fox Sports 1400 app today. Type Fox Sports 1400 to search Google Play or the Apple Store to get started. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. And it's my great pleasure to introduce 2018 inductee into the NASCAR Hall of Fame, Ray Evernham. Good morning, Ray. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Yeah, Ray, appreciate you being on the show, and I know you got a lot of things going on, and uh, you've always been a good supporter of the show and a friend of mine, but uh, I know you got a lot going on with these, these antique cars and moving into a building. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that? Well, you know, you get to a point, I had a big building, a lot of cars, and just trying to shrink life down a little bit. And we found a, you know, a, I've always loved my uh, my vintage race cars and stuff like that. So we're, you know, I spend a lot of time um, hunting down vintage race cars and, and trying to uh, tell the stories about them and then get them restored and get them sold and get them back out on the racetrack if, if we can. So it's uh, it's been a, you know, a good bit. And I had a pretty big building in... I had a pretty big building in uh, Mooresville. I'm wanting to get out from under that, so we got to a smaller building. But it's one of them deals. Be careful what you wish for. I, I, I said I was going to sell my building, and then and then somebody wanted it right away, and we had to get out of it pretty quick. And so we've been scrambling since. Yeah, it sounds like you've been busy on that. What a dream job going around researching and looking for old race cars. I, I did old race tracks, but old race cars was uh, that just. Fantastic. What are a couple of the famous cars that you've got, Ray? Well, you know, we're just finished or just about finished up a restoration on a, on a really, really cool car that'll end up going for auction uh, soon. But it is the original 200-mile-per-hour record-breaking car that Buddy Baker drove uh, for Chrysler, that DC-93 test car. Right. Uh, and, you know, the neat part about that car, the man that... that um, that I'm, I've been partners on the restoration and, and uh, getting the car sorted out. His name's Greg Kwiatkowski, but he's owned the car for 29 years, and he has spent most of the 29 years finding original parts and things for that car and digging up history for it. Greg uh, 
was a long-term Chrysler employee, so he was able to get access to the actual notes from uh, a lot of the testing. And, and Larry uh, Rathgab and his group, that they had personal notes on that car. Uh, right now, the car has a, one of the original engines that, that went through the rotation of that car, uh, and we just had it done by redone by by the guys up at, at Petty Enterprises. So it's pretty neat to have a car like that, and then, you know, it's got a motor in it that uh, Richard Petty and his, or the guys at Petty's uh, did over. I think a lot of people around here especially think that's a Cotton Owens car, but that's a Ray Nichols car, isn't it? It's a Nichols car, yeah. Most of the Chryslers, when you think back then, you know, they started as Nichols cars, and uh, it's kind of funny. We've got some Nichols cars in the shop there, and they're they're unique. You know, Petty had his own way of doing things, and uh, Nichols had his way of doing things, and certainly Cotton and that group had... Uh, had their way of doing things but it's uh what's really neat about this car is is we know the history of it from the time you know from the time that it came off the assembly line uh, you know it it, it it got made into a real car got stolen there's a bunch of stories about it you know got made into a race car with a charger 500 and then, the, then it was the uh went to daytona you know and and uh all the list of drivers that that drove it and then that day that that buddy broke that uh record is well documented and as i said many 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 of the parts and pieces including this car's got the original nose hood fenders and duct work from that day they ran wow. 200 miles per hour when they did that and we're talking to ray Evernham, hall of famer um when they did that that day at talladega now didn't several drivers try to drive the car or, or drive the car that day but buddy was the one that broke the record or do i have that wrong uh, as far as I know, it was just Buddy Baker and Bobby Allison, and they were doing some testing. Talk right. to Bobby. Bobby will claim that and, you know, he says he he broke the record before Buddy did, but Buddy got credit for it. But Bobby Allison was there, I think, a day or we now. And don't hold me exactly to the dates here again. Now, if Greg was on the phone with you, Greg Kwiatkowski, I need you get to call him sometimes. You really want to talk about it because he knows that car oh. and the dates like the back of his hand. But that's what but we Bobby, do. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Bobby drove that car. Um, Buddy Baker drove it, Dan Gurney drove it, Charlie Glatzpak drove it, Richard Brickhouse drove it. You know, there were a, just a, a great list of drivers. But Buddy was the guy who ultimately went fast enough to break the record. And if you remember, the car that day, NASCAR was there at, at officiating, and the car had to pass NASCAR inspection. So it was it was 100% NASCAR legal when it, when it broke that record. Yeah. Um, you know, you had a television show at one time yeah i think you've had more than one um and i think one of the most fascinating shows i remember wasn't that your show when when you guys found a smoky unix truck yeah yeah it, it, it you know we um got that to the story that was about that and with smoky and uh it is really nice you know we never did get the funding to restore that one so believe it or not I, i've given that to dale earnhardt jr dale's got uh you know, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is a guy that, um, you know, with his new show, you know, uh, Lost Speedways and, right. and, and things like that, he really cares a lot about the history of our sport. And because of his popularity, he's getting a lot of people interested in these old cars and, and old places and whatnot. So he's got a, a, you know, kind of a graveyard up there at his place. And whenever I have something that uh, that I know it'd be good for people to see that, that and that Dale will take care of it. So I, I sent him up... Um, uh, that the uh, truck that Smokey Unic had, and I also sent him up. I had a uh, a uh, the car that Ty Scott hit the wall with in Daytona 500 was an old Regal. Sat there for a good 
Steel's got a, a good bit of history. Sent that up there. So when we get something that, that's got some history, and I want, I don't want it to just sit out somewhere and rust away. We send it up to Dale Junior. I remember that car number thirty, rust togs number or something 30. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you remember Mike Hill? Mike Hill? Yes. He, Mike worked with me, worked with Junior, worked with a lot of people, absolutely. Well, we got his brother sitting right here. He's part of our, uh, he's one of our co-hosts, uh, Alan Hill, and he does a lot of local stuff for us around here because he's a terror at Cherokee Speedway and a lot of these dirt tracks around here. Oh, well, that's a, it's a small world. But now if we're talking about the same Mike Hill, you know, he worked for Junior Johnson for years and then came and, and worked for me for uh, for quite a bit when I had my Dodge program. Mike's a good man, been around a long time. Yeah, thank you, Ray. Uh, yeah, he's with Action Motorsports now doing them 24-hour cars. Rolling. Wow, that's amazing. <clears throat> but, yeah, we, uh, we keep up with him every week on the the wheeling Cadillac, that num- wheeling Cadillac number, uh, wheeling engineer number 31 on the the Daytona prototypes. Then thanks for yeah, that, too. I'm, I'm really aware of that. that yeah, I, you know, I, I, we uh, some of our times we cross paths with those guys. I have to make sure I get over and see them. You know, we've been doing a lot of the vintage road racing. We've got a vintage 24-hour event coming up at Daytona Speedway here in a couple weeks. That sounds great. Let me ask you about, um, uh, there's a couple of things I want to hit before we have to let you go because it goes by so fast with you. Um, but tell me a little bit about the Ghost. That is that is one of the most impressive, unique race cars I think I've ever seen in my life. And and we do a good bit, actually, about Pikes Peak and had uh, had Paul Dallin back on a couple of weeks ago. But uh, uh, I know that's, I'm looking at a picture of it right now, and that's, that's a monster. Yeah, I, you know, it was one of those things I just always wanted to do. You know, I just, I, you know, I love the modifieds and that, you know, I, I love the old coaches and coupes. And when we started to get into vintage racing, I was like, let's just build a vintage sedan. Then we realized there wasn't going to be a lot of places to run. And I said, well, let's make it a vintage road racer. And then we got a little bit out of control. And uh, I, I just wanted to design a chassis and suspension and, and you know, get into aerodynamics and just do something. I wanted to build something really fast. So we built that car to race in the vintage deal. And it's not really a vintage race car. So they, you know, they let me run it, but we really couldn't run it in classes and stuff. And But we wanted to go and set some records with it. And, you know, that car ran incredibly fast at Road Atlanta. You know, that car will run a minute and 22 seconds at Road Atlanta. It'll run in the mid one minute and one, 140 seconds uh, at, uh, at, at VIR. Um, it's won the vintage events that they've let me go in several times. We took it to Daytona Motor Speedway last uh, year for um, the vintage event there, and they let me run it on the high banks and stuff. And um, It's an incredible car. We we surprised a lot of Porsches and Ferraris and Mercedes <laughs> and things like that. I bet uh, you did. You know, there was about 50 of them in that class, and um, I think we qualified third or fourth and then finished third in the race, and it was uh, – it's pretty impressive. People were wondering, you know, it was, uh, we run 197 miles an hour Good at, Lord. from the bus stop to the start finish line. So it, it's a, it's a fast car. Who dro- and, did you uh, drive it or who drove it? No, I drove it. Uh, I've been driving it. When I want to find out how fast it will really go, I'll put Bill Elliott or Boris said in it once in a while and they, uh, they, they get her set up for me and then I'll take over. And then, uh, we took it to Pikes Peak. And uh, honestly, Al Junior, Al Unser Junior was supposed to, to drive it for me up there, and we couldn't finally couldn't get that thing to, together. And I said, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive it." And uh, it was uh, I'll, I'll tell you, it was pretty amazing. I think we surprised a lot of people that day too. Uh, it, 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 it was pretty amazing how fast we went up the hill there for uh, as a rookie. And you know, and, and again, when you 
most people call that thing a hot rod. You know, it, it, it's like a modified cross between a modified and a hot rod, and uh, they just sometimes forget that it's got close to 900 horsepower and <laughs> makes 2,000 pounds of downforce and all that other good stuff. Plus, you know, we we got a you, you know the, sometimes we fool around with with people when you know I've got a 150 shot of nitrous on it when I need it to. That ought to boost it a little bit. There's not a whole lot of margin for error at some of those uh, some of those places at Pikes Peak because I've been watching a lot of video of it. Yeah, Pikes Peak is an amazing place, it, but it, you're right. You know, you can make a mistake most places and, and carry on or not tear your stuff up too bad or whatever. You, you know, you make a mistake at Pikes Peak, it it uh, it, it might it be, be the really last bad. one. It <laughs> might be the last one. You know, and and that, that's one thing that I'm proud of. You know, I, I've won. Uh, pavement modified races i've won pavement late model races i've won dirt sprint car races um i've won road races now but for me as a driver and car builder to build a car uh, and with my guys and build that car ourselves and then go to pike's peak and run up that mountain in in, in uh time enough you know we, we the guy that finished second to us was actually reese millen and, and they were sponsored by bentley at that time and right said, we went up there and uh, and and put an American 1936 Chevy Coach won the experimental division. You know that year with a time that was uh, was honestly pretty respectable. Yep. Um, and it, it uh, you know, to me that that was probably my best accomplishment as a driver ever. You know you got to get up that uh, like they tell you when you go to the rookie meeting there. You know there's 12.4 miles or 157 corners and. You know, all these things, and, you know, the, and they tell you at the rookie meeting, look, you've got to negotiate 150-some corners to get up here, and 12 of those will kill you, you know. God, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, and I, of course, then the rookie meeting, I said, well, are those clearly marked? <laughs> <laughs> um, in the few minutes we've got left with you, Ray, I know Greg and I were discussing this earlier about a new racing series that you're coming up with. Tell us a little bit about that and, and, um, and how it's coming along. Well, it's, it's Tony Stewart and George Pine and Sandy Montag, myself, um, and we're, uh, you, I, you get the, it, it's a new, it's kind of a reboot, you know, but it's, uh, we, we call it SRX, Superstar Racing Experience, but it, it, it's really what old IROC used to be. You know, I grew up, um, I was part of the IROC series. I was lucky to get a job there and it really kickstarted my career. And I've been wanting to do something like that ever since. And now, um, we've, uh, partnered up what we're, we're going to put, uh, with CBS television for 2021. And again, it's not a series that, that people say, oh, are you trying to compete with it? No, no, it's, it, it's a series that I, I think will help NASCAR. I think it will help IndyCar. I think it will help road racing because we're taking great drivers from all those classes, putting them in identical cars, and then going uh, to the racetrack, uh, you know, and we're going to short tracks now across America, like Nashville and, you know, uh, Eldora on the dirt or Knoxville, Iowa on the dirt. We're going to run dirt and pavement. And run some road courses too, and we've already got some fantastic drivers signed up, like Tony Stewart, uh, uh, Bobby Labonte, Bill Elliott from NASCAR. We've got from IndyCar. We've got Elio Castaneves, Tony Kanon, Paul Tracy. We've got Mark Weber from Formula One. We've got Willie T. Ribs from Road Racing, and a list of others. And we're going to throw in some really cool twists because not only are we going to bring uh, famous superstar drivers in, we're going to bring some famous super superstar crew chiefs and let them let them adjust on the car a little bit for the drivers. Greg, there might be hope for you. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, Greg's a Greg, Greg's big historical name. You know, you, you never know. We might have to give him a call to, well, to come out and be part of that TV show. Well, the point matter is we, 
we'd love to be part of it, but Perry has to drive me around. I don't drive too much anymore. I'll take you up there. And uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if y'all could use me, uh, I work cheap. <laughs> and and that's the problem, Greg. Back then, we all worked too cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. We did. But uh, yeah, I think that's that's a no brainer. That that I rock deal. You know, that's what really got France all turned walked up. You know, about the cars running in a pack. You know, and there's even. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. That's right. You worked with, with Signori and them when they had that deal, and they went through I did. the Camaras and stuff. I tell you, Ray, you've done a bunch. And I, I, only one of the last questions I got, uh, didn't you work with Mark Martin like when he come in his first few ventures with a patchy stove or something and come in there and would sit on the pole? And, uh, no, I, I didn't. I worked with Mark a little bit when he was at Bill Davis's, uh, you know, that we shared a shop with Mark. Mark and I are good good friends but i never got to work with mark as a kind of a driver crew chief mechanic thing would love to have i you know i got a ton of respect for mark martin but but no i i wasn't now we did work side by side his cars the number 60 win dixie and the baby roof number one were kept in the same shop side by side now, yeah. we were talking about that number 60 last week greg remember won everything. it won every week i oh, mean it was yeah. like they were racing for seconds well they won every week until jeff and i got going in that baby roof car <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true that's right that's um, right going back just one second and we're running over a little bit but what kind of cars are these going to be um that in this uh, all-stars for lack well, of a we, better we term we built them we built them, designed them. They're not going to be, we don't have a manufacturer. Um, you know, honestly, it's a cross between a lot of the cars that I've worked on through the years. It's a lot of the stuff that I've tested on the Ghost. These cars are, you know, their chassis are going to be built by Tony Urey. It's something he and, and, and I and uh, his partners have been working on for a long time. He had a car called a Model R that was really a lot of what I wanted to use, and they've made some changes for me. So uh, the guys over at Fury, you know, Tony Urey and, and uh, um Darius Grala uh, um, are going to build them, and uh, actually, you know, Kaz Grala, it's Kaz Grala's dad. You know, Kaz right. Grala's doing a heck of a job in in, uh, in the truck and the um, the Xfinity car, and, and then um, you know, we designed a body that's really cool, and we, we we're kind of keeping it under wraps until we can make the next thing. But people have seen some of it. You know, it's it's gonna. It's got that big old Dodge Daytona wing on it, and it's got a you know kind of a sloped nose. It's a it's a really it's a pretty good looking car. Great, I can't wait. But Ray, like I say, uh, uh, seems like you stay active in all kinds of things, and it's like I, I, I told Eddie one time at four we got a race, and I said I sure wish we could have Ray Everham. I said, Eddie, I know we got you, and you want the greatest of all time, but uh, I believe he'd help the program. And he said, Well. Uh, he said, I'd have to fire myself and you and Daryl and everybody to raise the money to, to, to pay him. I said, that'd be okay. At least Bud Moore Engineering would be winning races a little bit more. Well, than we're. you know, Bud Moore Engineering won a ton of races. And, you know, you can never, you know, you always want to win more. But you got to look back and think about the history. You know, people like Bud Moore and you and, you know, like make a difference with people like me coming up. Because Bud Moore was a guy that I could always go to and talk to and whether he knew me or not he always treated me with respect and he always gave me an answer and he was somebody you aspired to be like so you know everybody's had a place and all i can i can hope is that i've had an influence on some young guys or that i help give people direction because when i look back you know guys like bud like banjo like junior herb nab all the guys that i, I was nobody i was some kid working on an iroc car 
but they would always talk to me if I asked a question about a car or a motor. And, and as I said, Bud would always give me five minutes of his time, uh, you know, unselfishly. So, so uh, you know, you, you look back and think, hey, you know, Bud Moore has had something to do with my career. And I will tell you, before Bud passed away, I, when we were doing the TV show, I called him up and I said, but, you know, I, I want to send some guys down and talk to you about some things. And he was more than happy to do that for me. And we've still got all that footage uh, of that day with Bud. And, uh, you know, again, so lots of respect there. Well, anyway, we up against the clock, Ray, and right. we got to let you go. We, we've talked to you for hours and hours, but if you need any help on any of that stuff, <laughs> I'll do whatever I can. I mean, I'm not completely out in left field, but... Uh, at least I know how the old ways of looking at. But we got to let you go. We're running out of time, and hopefully we. Well, we're gonna talk to you next year. I was gonna say talk to you later this year, but we ain't got much more later this year. We'll catch you next year, and um, and I'll drive him wherever you want him to go. So, uh, <laughs> thanks for coming on, Ray. What a great interview. We really, really appreciate fantastic. having you on the show. Sounds good, guys. Take care of yourselves. All right. Thank, thank you, you very much. That's Ray Evernham. Great interview. We already got Nelson on hold, so let's take a break. Come back. And you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Memories. It's week five of high school football, and this week Chesney will try to go to 5-0 and on the season as they hit the road to take on the Airport Eagles. Coach Clay Lewis and his team were outstanding once again last Friday as they rolled to a 30-12 victory over Blacksburg. Get a full preview of this game on the Friday Night Tailgate Show with Tyler Sugar brought to you by McDonald's Friday afternoon from 5 to 6.30. It's week five high school football, Chesney at Airport. Get ready for a slam dunk during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan. It's Markdown Madness. And you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Citra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only $199 per month. Or score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30% off. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Bench those high payments and slam dunk on savings during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Your complete car care center is Par 3 Automotive in Boiling Springs. Par 3 Automotive can take care of your vehicle in a hurry. Whether you need an oil change, new tires, alignments, or anything in between, they have you covered. When it's hot outside, let them check your air conditioning. They specialize in maintenance and repairs, big or small. If you need your oil change quickly, ask about their express oil change. Stop in at 1930 Boiling Springs Road or call for an appointment, 864-599-5900. As Par 3 Automotive, your complete car care center. 
Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400, now on FM at 98.3. Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now. Good morning, Nelson. How are you doing, buddy? Nelson? Nelson, well, had him for a minute because his light's still on. Maybe he'll call back here in just a second. I'm not sure what happened there, but uh, here he comes. Let's uh, let me try this again. Nelson, is that you? Uh, it's me. I could hear you, but I don't know what happened. But anyway, good mm-hmm. to hear you. You sound good. Um, did you hear any of our interview with Ray Evernham? Yes, I did. Did you have much to do with Ray? I always want to. I always have a uh, an urge to say uh, Nelson Crozier's next and see how well they know you because everybody speaks so highly of you. Did you know Ray very yes. well? Yes, I knew Ray uh, all the way back to uh, the Iraq days. Well, I tell you what, for somebody uh, um, th- that's supposedly retired, he sounds like he's got a lot of irons in the fire and, and some pretty exciting stuff. I I love the. I love the restoring the old race cars and uh, and uh, especially that D- famous Dodge uh, Daytona that he was talking about. Yeah, well, he's a quite a correction. Yeah, he does. Well, okay, we go to Texas this week, and uh, um, last time we went there, we had Cole Custer as a surprise winner, and who knows what's going to happen this week, but uh, it's a fast track, and it's... Uh, winding down to uh, down to it. I mean, whoever wins this one. Let me ask you a question now. If Logano were to win this race, um, they wouldn't take the second place guy, would they? Uh, they just uh, Logano just has two wins. I mean, that's that doesn't uh, right. And uh, you know, uh, one of the four would be uh, you know, on points. Right. Okay. Well, 
I tell you what, uh, well, while we're talking about it, why don't you give us our pick, your pick? We've got a, uh, you can have anybody you want because it's not fair for you to have to go last every week and take what's left over. But Ronnie's got Truex and I've got Elliot and Greg's got Kyle Bush and Lanny's got Blaney and, um, Alan and Jada, they're going to wait to see what you do. So why don't you go next? Okay, I'll take your four car, but it's a toss-up. Uh, with who else? Because he already, you know, this is like the fourth week in a row he's already had a four next to your name. So, uh, but uh, toss. Who, who else would you uh, would you think? Two car. Yeah, and uh, it, it, like we were saying earlier in the show, it looks like uh, um, Logano might be pulling the same thing he did last time because. Uh, it just, I don't know, it's just got that feel to it that he's, uh, yeah. he's sneaking Logano in the back door. and, uh, you know, the 11 car, uh, you know, can't tell neither one of those out. Uh, quite a bit of controversy last week about, you know, uh, Logano and his blocking. Right, right. And there were some fines last week, weren't there? But that was technical stuff? Yes, I believe it was just mug drugs, uh, and, you know, a couple of cars didn't pass inspection, so they have to start in the rear. Yeah. He is. And before we forget it, you were talking about the 43 car and the last win. Right. As near as I can figure, it was Amarola in 2014. Okay, yeah. I forgot about that one. <coughs> yep. You're probably, I'm sure, right about that. But Eric Jones is going to the 43, and uh, I don't know. Alan and I kind of think that's a pretty good match. He's a. He's 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 still hungry and and hopefully uh, Petty can can uh, give him something to justify his hunger. Well, they had some good cars uh, these last few races. And I see that uh, uh, I was reading about uh, Larson. Uh, he's fully reinstated now, I guess. And uh, I, I bet you he will go to a number five for Hendrick. And you brought that up weeks ago. That's not a that's uh that's a breaking story from you from about a month ago, but uh um you still feel that way? Uh yes, I think that's his best chance there. You know, and I think he got most of the politics scored away on it. Yeah. What else you got? Any uh anything going on behind the scenes that we don't know about? I touched on a few things like uh uh Briscoe to the fourteen, which we knew last week, and uh Go fast gave their charter to uh no no so often not they have two tra- uh as I understand it they had two charters uh in conjunction with other people one of the charters uh is the one the woodworkers are using okay uh, but you know they're going to keep the one uh run six of eight races next year uh and Yo, uh, Andy, uh, Hilaire, it's a complex here. Tip, I think Tip is going to run for them, uh, but Charlie Falk is in, uh, involved in that deal as well. Well, now let me ask you a question. I, maybe I'm not hearing this right. Can you, um, can you like split a, a charter and, and use it like one team use it for eight races and another team use it for some races and, or do you have to buy the whole thing lock, stock, and barrel? No, it's so muddled up right now. It is. But this is this is the last year of the, I think, first five years of the charter. 
So, you know, the leasing deal, whatever, that starts new for next year again. Now, what? Now, is that something different from the charter? Uh, you, you use the term leasing. Is this... Uh, no, uh, you can lease a charter, but I believe you can only lease it for one year. Okay, so you're leasing a charter as opposed to purchasing a charter for multi-million dollars. Right. And, you know, three or four years, you know, uh, three years ago, you couldn't give them away near about. Yeah. You know, I remember a long, long, long time ago, uh, and I thought it was really forward thinking, but I also thought it was kind of out in left field. But Bud Moore talked about that that's the way they ought to do it. And this is when he was having trouble, I think, in the last few years getting sponsors. Uh, you know, when he was uh, going to Daytona and just trying to get by with uh, something they, uh, you know, like 50 or or $100,000 they'd scraped up from Universal or something. And he had said at that time, you know, the old, the old teams, and he was including himself, they should be, um, I don't know if you use the term grandfathered in or what, but uh, he discussed charters, and, and I said, you know, that's like, uh, I, I can pair it more to a franchise. Right. Well, it happened. <laughs> so he was kind of he was kind of decades ahead of uh, the curve on that one. So what you got? Yeah. Anything else there? Uh, oh, that we need to talk uh, about. Well, the forty-two car be Rush Chastain. Ah, that's the one. That's the one I couldn't get. I was trying to figure that out. Yep. I was sitting here all perplexed. Ross Chastain and, in the forty-two. Right and. Uh, you know, this isn't cut, but Haley Deason is going to run full-time for DTR Carson if you're in a truck. Right, right. I saw that. And, and so far, she's been very impressive. Yeah, I've seen her in a couple of ARCA races. In fact, I think she finished third in their point standings. I believe you're correct. Okay, uh, go ahead. And we mentioned, mentioned before, you know, California in 2022, uh, that will be a half-mile track. And High banks with long straights. You know, I finally got on the internet. I think it was the night before last, and looked, uh, pulled up a, a a picture of it, or you know, a, a map or whatever you want to call it, a right. diagram. And uh, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. It's got a a lot of grandstands on one side, and then the turns and everything. But it's it did look a lot. I don't know how those turns are going to be banked, but it did have long straightaways, kind of like Martinsville. Mm-hmm. And who's going to? Be a fast Martinsville. A fast Martinsville. Man. <laughs> Hope they don't put a curb on the inside. <laughs> They're going to tear up a lot of cars. Right. And uh, then the other thing, they still talk about Floyd Mayweather, uh, you know, coming in with uh, the so-called money team. The money team. Is that, is that like the, the financial money tree type deal? I'm not really sure, but, you know, I haven't seen anything concrete yet on that. Well, well, somebody that can make about $10 million for 30 seconds worth of work, I'd say Mayweather has probably got a lot of, got a lot socked away. And if he could, uh, I mean, what a team that would be. You know, that's, uh, well, you know, there's a lot happening. We'll have a lot more going on here before the season's over to talk about, especially, uh, you know, I'm still fascinated with Jimmy Johnson going to run IndyCars. Uh, Possibly the 500, but definitely it sounds like the road courses and the street yeah. circuits. As it stands right now, I don't think the 500. Well, I wouldn't do it if I couldn't run the 500. But anyway, mm-hmm. he's uh, 
you know, he's uh, those cars are safer, and I guess he. Uh, I think that has something to do with it. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But Nelson, um, you sound great. It's good to have you on the show as always. And um, you got anything else? Text me or call uh, us. We'll bring you. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, one more thing. The 99 car will be Justin Marks, Team Trackhouse, with Suarez as a driver. And that's an alliance with RCR. Okay. That's Suarez and the 99, a new team. Right. Thank mm-hmm. you, Nelson. That sounds great. And uh, um, watch the races. Have a good time. And we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Sounds good. Thank All you. right. Thank you. Nelson Crozier, he still is. Smartest man I know. He actually is the smartest man I know. And uh, he uh, had a lot of information. His voice sounds better every week, yes, you know. Does. Getting stronger. Getting stronger. Getting stronger. Good we don't hear that. Yeah, that's great to hear. Um well, I don't know if we're going to have uh, is it Rich Gossage, the guy from Texas. I don't know if he's coming on at 11 o'clock or not. If he doesn't, and this is just something that Greg tried to throw together uh, about 10 minutes before the show started. But um, if he doesn't come on, we got a lot of air to fill for the next hour. And I uh, maybe have to tell some tall tales or something here and um we, we got a little local racing going on we got harris going tonight we got okay. Barnes going and, all right uh, two or three places going on racing and uh we'll talk about some stuff okay i wish we'd have had more time with ray everham i'd like to hear some mike hill stories well that's i nice. bet he's got some oh yeah and he worked for mike hill with the dodges right Oh, Mike, Mike worked with uh, Ray whenever uh, Casey Kane was up there. Nine yeah. Car. Nine and 19, I think it was. All right. Well, here's um, here comes Greg in with a, something about Jeremy Clements. But well, we're going to take a break. This is Start Your Engines. We are Fox Your home for the herd with Colin Cowherd weekdays at noon. It's Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. what you need to know. This report presented by Geico. It's Geico-ween and Geico's spell-binding savings could lower how much you pay for car insurance. Get a quote today and see just how much you could save. Visit geico.com. Ian Rappaport reported this morning that the deal is done and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have finalized a one-year contract with receiver Antonio Brown. He's expected to make his debut against the Saints in Week 9. Mike Garofolo adding that the deal is for slightly over the minimum with a chance to earn more in personal and playoff incentives. In Game 3 of the World Series Friday night, the Dodgers defeated the Tampa Bay Rays 6-1 for a two-games-to-one lead. Justin Turner and Austin Barnes hit home runs. Walker Buehler caved 10 in six innings for the win. Game 4 tonight at 8.08 Eastern. College football Friday night, 14th-ranked Wisconsin over Illinois, 45-7. Badger QB Graham Mertz, 20-21 of 21 for 248, five touchdowns. I'm I. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories, 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. 
Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube and Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. From the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engine. 20 years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Dale Earnhardt will come to the caution flag to win the Daytona 500. Here is your racing team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black. Local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill. Track reporter and racing insider Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. Gentlemen, start your to the second hour of Start Your Engines. And before we get going here, let me uh, mention that Ronnie Black is not with us this morning. I usually mention him at the beginning of the show when I introduce this cast of characters. But Ronnie, of course, is listening to us and doing a great job uh, feeding me information when it needs to, when I need it. Um, he has, uh, let's go over to pics here. I think I just did that. But Ronnie is about midnight last night texted me that he wanted Truex again. I've got Elliot. Greg's got Kyle Bush. Lanny wants Blaney this week. Nelson just got through picking Harvick. Um, Jada's going with the number 11, Ham, Hamlin. And Alan about wore out his finger just now, putting down a number and erasing it and put another one back and then erased that one. So he ended up with a two up there. So I guess that's Kez, uh, Keslowski. I also want to thank Lanny McKinney, who uh been in touch with us this morning and always is a 
always there for us, backing us up when I screw something up. And uh, he maintains the Budmore Engineering website, does our Facebook page, and we couldn't get along without Lanny. Thank you very much. So, you say we got some local stuff going on. Yeah, we sure do. We got, well, uh, well, talk slow because we got an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, we up here at Harris Speedway. We got the Chuck Sparks Memorial Race going on. It started, actually, they started up there Thursday night practice. Last night, they had uh, a little bit of racing going on. Plus, they had qualifying for the night's main events. But uh, as far as a uh, little bit of the racing that was going on, they had the Young Guns, the Thunder Bomber Futures, the Front Wheel Drive Stock, 602 Late Models. And to give you results in that, 602 Late Models went to a man that we had on the show here about four or five weeks ago, David Smith. Oh, yeah. Uh, second place went to John Reggio Jr. Third place went to Blake Deal. And the Front Wheel Drive class, first place went to Jonathan Shrett. Second place went to Jonathan Butler. Third went to Keelan Tate. And the Thunder Bomber Futures, first place went to Justin Barber. Second place went to Nathan Grigg. Third went to Mickey Brock. And the Young Guns, I got two results as far as Young Guns go. I think they had so many cars up there in Young Guns that they may have run two main events. But one of them said that Trent Blackwell was first in one. Kaylee Laws was second. And third was Andrew Inberg. And the Young Guns in the other one. First place went to Bryson Lindsley. Second went to Trent Blackwell. Third went to Colin Inberg. And tonight on the schedule, they got the 602 Crate Sportsman. They got the front wheel drive. That's the SCDRA division. They got the Renegade Stock 8. They got the Thunder Bombers up there. Also on the shows, got the Blue Ridge Outlaw Late Models up there. Going to pay them boys $1,500 to win. Also got the pure stock division up there. And they got a class called Run What You Brung. Going to pay $1,000. To get in up there tonight, pits are going to be $35. Stands is going to be $20. The gates are going to be opening up at 3 o'clock. Hey, can't you flat tow that thing up there for the Run What You Brung? Uh, that's, uh, well, that's what I was, I was sitting there looking at. It and I said, well, I text Danny. I said, well, let's, uh, you know, but. He uh, he got our tow truck tore apart, so uh, we ain't got no way to get a car up there. No, that's got... what I said, flat tow it. Well, uh, we... They used to do that in the old days. That's, uh, that's old days. <laughs> we don't do nothing in the old days now. Okay. <laughs> right, I'm just trying but, to get uh, you on the, on the track. But uh, just got some news here. Uh, had a passing away uh, fuel man over at Greer Dragway, Daryl Yarborough. Okay. Saw racing fuel over there. I got a text earlier in the week, said a uh, guy ran a red light, hit him in the driver's oh, side no. door, killed him there, and uh, just got it confirmed from Hank Guyton. I'd like to thank God, Hank for uh, telling me this. Uh, Hank, if you'd like to call in, we have got a lot of time on the second half of this show. If, you, if, you, uh, if you're if you listening, call in, and we'll put you on the air, and you can talk about that and anything else you got going on. So, know, uh, Darryl, I hate to hear that, though. Yes, That's was, bad uh, news. Darrell was one of them that if you called over there, he'd leave his house, go up the gates up, get you a drum of racing fuel, just anything he could do to get you to the racetrack. Uh, well, I hate that. Yep, sure do. And uh, But last night at Livonia Speedway, they had the Buck Simmons Memorial Race down there. They had the Carolina Clash Late Models down there. First place went to a man that's on the, on the roll right now, Brandon Overton. 
Second place went to Brent Dixon. Third place went to Trent Ivey, local boy from down here in Union, South Carolina. Fourth went to Brett Ham. He's a guy right down here from Newberry. And fifth went to Kyle Knight. And the Run What You Brung class down there. First place went to Monk Gulledge. Second place went to Rusty Jordan. Third went to Billy Buffington. And the Stock 8 class. First place went to Jeremy Jones. Second went to Brady Hunt. Third went to Jack Hill. And the Limited Late Model Division. First place went to Kenny Collins. Second went to David McCoy. Third went to Lance Cheatwood. And the 602 Chargers. First place went to Justin Roberts. Second went to Josh Roberts. Third went to Zach Brown. Also, these boys will probably be moving from the Livonia Speedway. They'll be moving up here to Lawrence Speedway tonight. Lawrence is going to host the Super Late Malls up there. And uh, they always put on a good show down there at Lawrence Speedway. And uh, they are going to have on, on the schedule there at Lawrence Speedway. This is the Ronnie Brookshire Memorial Race. It's uh, the fourth annual race, and they're going to have the ultimate late miles there. For some, I don't know how they come up with this. Going to pay them four thousand fourteen dollars to win. Four thousand fourteen dollars. Four thousand fourteen dollars to win. All right, and uh, I'm sure there's a reason, but I think they are, and uh, going to have their local classes going on there too, and uh, be a good show down there. And like I say, if you don't go to Harris Speedway tonight. Venture on down there to Lawrence Speedway, you can see the super late malls. But at Harry Speedway tonight, they're going to have, like I said, they're going to have the Crate Sportsman, $1,200 to win. The Front Wheel Drive Class, $1,000 to win. Renegade 8, $1,500 to win. Thunder Bomber, $1,500 to win. The Blue Ridge Outlaw Late Models, $1,500 to win. Pure Stock, $1,200 to win. Run what you brung, $1,000 to win. That's going to be a good show up there at Harris Speedway. And uh, also some more breaking news. Uh, Charlotte Speedways will be hosting their dirt track race this coming weekend, the 29th through the 31st. Drydene Oil and Lubricant right. is going to be sponsoring that deal. They're going to have the Pro Late Models up there. They're going to have the UMP Modifieds. They're going to have the Pro Modifieds. They're going to have the street stock division. They're going to have the Hornets, the 602 late models, and the Monster Mini Stocks. And Tridine has posted up some stuff that uh, if you qualify on the pole or the outside pole and you choose to go to the rear of the field to start this main event, that they will double the money if you come up and win. That's worth starting at the rear for. I don't know about that, Perry. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've got a good... Got, well, which, got a good piece. Well, I'll put it this way. The pro late mile is paying $4,000 to win. If you can, if you qualify on the pole or outside pole, go all the way to the rear of the field, that means you can come up there and win $8,000. You can double your money. That sounds but, good to me. Boy, that, I, I don't know if I think I'd just sit up there and just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Have y'all ever run that track? Uh, no, we haven't. Uh, we just... Uh, they We run in limited late... I mean, limited sportsman division and... Uh, that up there is mostly a lot of a crate lo crate motors cars up there, and uh, I just never have had the interest to buy a crate motor to go mm -hmm. racing up there. Okay. So, uh, 
Danny and Jada's went up there, spent the whole weekend up there whenever they had their camper. Yeah. And uh, a lot of good racing going on up there. Glad to see that Charlotte is uh, opening up that dirt track and going to have the fans in up there and kind of opening this deal up because uh won't be long. They'll have the finals of the Super Late Mall, the World of Outlaws up there, and they do really put on a show up there then. I was looking around last night, and I don't know if this was the Charlotte dirt track or not, but motorcycles? Motorcycles. I saw that. My brother was up there for that. He was up there because uh, my nephew. Your nephew. My nephew. Well, that's what there. I thought about, and I said, you know, I've never heard of motorcycles racing there, and I kept trying to read the name on the wall of the track, and they never, I, I didn't watch but about five minutes of it, but uh, that was pretty exciting. That's, uh, oh, yeah. That, you see that dirt that they hauled in there and put on that racetrack, getting ready for these world finals up there for, I mean, that's, uh, you can say one thing, that these boys tried to take care of that racetrack for us. Well, that track, I, the, one, the one I saw last night, I mean, it looked like it was, I mean, it looked like it was wet, but it was, uh, you know, it was well, a well looked like dirt, a lot of clay. Dirt, dirt does like clay. You, have, <laughs> yeah. you do have to. It wet was red. It. <laughs> you you do have to wet it, kind of make it slick up. Well, you know, while we're talking about uh, Charlotte and having a little extra time this morning, I was over here fooling around while you were doing your thing. And let's give this a listen. This is uh, it's one of those silent speedway deals I did about fifteen years ago or ten years ago. So. Uh, Let's give this one a listen. This is on the Charlotte three-quarter mile dirt track where they had the first uh, strictly stock car race in 1949, and they raced on it up into the 50s. And um, I don't remember, but I, when I did this, I did. So uh, let's hear what it sounds like. This is uh, one of my old silent speedway things. For years, just about every Friday and Saturday night, folks gathered to watch them run the tracks and ovals throughout the South in towns both large and small. Some of those tracks have faded into memory. Here's Perry Allen Wood with another Silent Speedways of the South Minute. This is Perry Allen Wood with another Silent Speedway of America. For big-time stock car racing, it all began on June 19, 1949, in the triangle now bounded by Wilkinson Boulevard, Little Rock Road, and I-85 in Charlotte, North Carolina, at the three-quarter mile Charlotte Speedway. It was the site of the very first strictly stock car race, which was won by Glenn Dunaway, until he was disqualified for having moonshiner springs under his Ford. Jim Roper was awarded the victory in the Lincoln he drove all the way from Great Bend, Kansas. The new results were protested by Dunaway's car owner, Hubert Westmoreland, who sued NASCAR for $10,000 only to have the case dismissed in a Greensboro courtroom. Alfalfa Jim Roper soon took his Lincoln and $2,000 back home. The track held 11 more Grand Nationals with Victory Lane visited by Tim and Fonnie Flock, Dick Passwater and Speedy Thompson once each, Curtis Turner and Herb Thomas twice apiece, and the old pro Buck Baker three times. In its final year hosting the big boys, Charlotte Speedway held a whopping three 1956 events, races 2, 20, and 52 of the year, the finale on October 17th. A stock car racing hallowed ground, a historical marker was unveiled on May 17, 2006, beside Little Rock Road by Lieutenant Governor Beverly Perdue, recognizing the pad from which the sport was launched. And that's another silent speedway of America. 
Perry's book is available online. Visit McFarlandPub.com and type in Silent Speedways to place your order today. How about that? That's pretty good. Well, I did that on March the 9th, 2014. And uh, so that's six over six years old, about six and a half years old. And uh, that was pretty good. I just happened to pick Charlotte, and then we started talking about it. So uh, we got we got a bunch of those we can play <laughs> if, we, if we run out of well, something Perry, to talk about. Well, Perry, I'm just going over my notes here, and I look back here at Kansas, and Lanny had the 22 car picked out there just because these boys had it raced off this board over here. Oh, is that right? Yes, it is. So, well, uh, give him a scratch over there. <laughs> So that's two wins for Lanny, and we'll catch this up here. Nelson's got six. Jada, Allen, and I have four. Lanny's now got two. I'm surprised he's not jumping up and down telling us that. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I watched that race last week, and I remember, I think I even congratulated him. I did. I can go back and check my text messages here, but I believe I did. Uh, um, I did. At 5.43 last Sunday night, I said, congratulations. <laughs> so I forgot all about it. Lanny, you just you just moved up a little bit. So uh, that, that's good. I'm glad you caught that. You know, one time, you know, I, what I thought you were doing, I thought you were taking a picture of it every week. Because one week we were having some sort of controversy, and you sent me a text with a picture of the whiteboard. Well, that's, uh, I write down this book here. Okay. I like, I like writing. That texting, sometimes that texting gets you in trouble. Well, yeah, but you're good at it. Yeah. I mean, at least you can do it. <laughs> Greg can't even do it. Uh, let me ask you one more question before we go to our next to last break. How did uh, Mr. Wilson do hunting? Did he, you know, after you said that, I pictured him coming down the road with a deer tied to the the hood of his car or whatever. Uh, he come back empty-handed. He went all the way up there to Kentucky, and uh, I take, he called me, and he said, Hey, what are we doing? I said, uh, We're sitting here in the garage taking this car apart. And uh, he said, Taking it apart? I said, Yeah, from what I can understand, we're done for the year. And, you know, he said, Well, okay. Uh, I said, Well, what'd you kill? He said, I didn't didn't really see nothing big enough that he wanted to shoot. So uh, he killed a weekend. He just killed a... I think he killed about four or five days up there. <laughs> but uh, he come by the shop yesterday and sat there in the shop with me for about three or four hours and watched me pull the motor out of a race car. And He said, what you fixing to do now? I said, well, I'm fixing to roll her outside and give her a bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> and he just laughed. He said, that's, that's not right. I said, I know it's not right, but that's what she's going to get here in a little while. And then we're going to start back putting it back together. But... Uh, and then somebody on the other side was taking the truck apart. Yep. Yeah, he was taking the truck apart, getting it ready for next year. And uh, then I woke up this morning, and I seen what kind of classes that they was having up there at Harris. And I looked over, and I said, well, you know, we might go up there and kind of run with these boys a little bit. See if we, you know, I changed a few things on that Camaro, putting you set of leaf springs up underneath the rear of it. And uh, changed a little bit of the lowering blocks. And I got an idea. Yeah. Call Wally Fowler. Call Wally. Borrow a truck. Wally will probably be up there tonight, tell you the truth. Well. I, I mean, that's one reason I was wanting to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, hook him up. I mean, hook up a, to his trailer or well, something. Well, that's, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure somebody going to text me here in a little while. I got a truck, but, uh, you know. See if you can uh, 
we got three shows left, I think. Well, see if you can't get Wally on for one more time. And uh, right. I want to see if he ever listened to that flash drive. They yeah. figured out holding it up to his ear or whatever he's doing, trying to hit, listen yeah. to this. He uh, he been kind of busy doing them squash deals. We see his picture, you know, the staying there was. Yeah, he's not too busy to go visit the president. Not too busy for the president. You're exactly right. <laughs> you know, if the president was giving you money, I'd be I'd be willing to shake his hand too. There you go. All right, we're gonna take our next to last break and come back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. And for some reason, nothing happened. Now, what? I have never had that before. Let's see here. Am I doing something wrong? Not playing. Well, I just got a text right there. I told you one's going to sit here and offer me a ride. Uh, what you got? Action Express Motorsports has just offered me their ride. Said they'd bring their tractor and trailer down and... Uh, Load them race cars up in their tractor and trailer, and we go to Harris. The only thing about it is Harris is not that big of a racetrack to park a tractor and trailer in. But they they'd probably make uh, they'd probably make some uh, room up there. Well, you know what? I don't know if we get in trouble for not playing commercials or not. I was kind of looking forward to a commercial <laughs> <laughs> to take up some of the time we got, but I just I hit the button here like I always do and. Nothing's happening, so I don't know. Ronnie, if you're listening, uh, give me a suggestion. You might call in, and uh, we can see if we can figure this thing out. You know, I had an almost perfect show going. Um, I'd hit all the marks, and I got uh, Nelson's music played and everything, and I just I just hit what I always hit to play the commercial, and nothing is happening. So uh, um, it was supposed to be... Uh, well, I don't know what it was supposed to be. Upstate logistics, maybe. I don't know. Um, anybody out there have any suggestions? <laughs> you got anything else you want to talk about? Oh, yeah. We got a lot plenty to talk about. All uh, right. Well, you go ahead. And, and if, and if down, this commercial starts playing, okay. you go well, ahead. Uh, we got a new uh, company that's come to Spartanburg. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirit's tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirit's carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirit's apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirit's, Reedville Road on Spartanburg's west side, where customer service is the difference. Well, um, you talk and let me see who this is on the phone. I don't. I, I did the same thing I've been doing, and, and the commercial started playing. So uh, I don't know. Maybe this is Ronnie. You we, go ahead. We, we've got a new company that's coming in here to Spartanburg called Race City Steel. Uh, went down there and visited them boys here last uh, Thursday afternoon, and uh, they just invited me all the way to the back of their shops and stuff like that to show me everything that they've got on hand. Every racer's dream of is having a place to where you can go to and get all your stuff at one time. Went through there. They got all four by ten sheets of aluminum of all different colors. They got chrome molly tubing. They got regular tubing. They got uh, stainless steel. Like I said, this is 
They even got the sheet metal brake there. They, he said that we would actually cut it, bend it for you or whatever while you standing right here. He actually told me he's a will actually deliver it to your shop. And uh like to, you know, welcome them boys down here. Yeah. Do they, is this just for racers? Uh, no, it's, you know, anybody that needs any kind of a metal work, metal work done, stuff like that. He does handle handrails and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The metal that goes down for porches and stuff to where they pour the concrete on top of it, construction material stuff type deal. They handle it. They got plexiglass, Lexan in there, you know, a lot of you spoilers and stuff like that are. And uh, real, you know, real accommodating place right there. Now, what's the name of it again? Race City Steel. It's in uh, where Arrow Steel used to be down off Union Street. I saw that. I saw that going. uh, Yep. Got a big old sign out there. Race City Steel. Going to the highway department one day. Yep. Going down there to the highway department. Like I said, uh, you know, a lot of us times whenever we need stuff, like a sheet of sheet metal or something like that to make a quarter panel out of and stuff. These the boys has got it on hand right there instead of having to call and order it and wait two or three days. And uh, like I say, I'd like to welcome them to Spartanburg. Yeah, sounds great. That sounds, sounds good. Sounds really great. Might be, might want to have them on the show sometime to tell us what they do. Yep. Um, well, I tell you what, I'm periodically going to hit this button here, and if a commercial starts playing, I'll just shut up. So I don't know what I did just now that I did any different to make that one play. Let's see what happens this time. Nothing. Um, I have no idea. So, I will um, do some results from last week because we've got a, we still got quite a bit of time to fill here. Um, they ran at Kansas, and as we mentioned a few minutes ago, Joey Logano was the winner, and Joey Logano uh, beat out Kevin Harvick, which um, I was delighted to see. Alex Bowman finished third. Brad Keselowski was fourth. Kyle Busch was fifth. Chase Elliott was sixth. Ryan Blaney was seventh. William Byron, eighth. Martin Truex, ninth. And Christopher Bell in the number 95 Levine uh, Levine Family Racing car was tenth. The uh, points after that, of course, now, the um, immediately, I mean, automatically moving on to the uh, final round. He's one of the four finalists, and that's Joey Logano. And um, as we've said a couple of times on the show so far, he's, uh, he's acting like he did a couple of years ago when he won the championship. Second is Kevin Harvick. Third is Denny Hamlin. And um, those are the top four right now, and everybody else is trying to move into that top four. And that would be uh, Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, Martin Truex, and Kurt Busch. Those are the next four that are el- excuse me, eligible to win a race and move on to the um, championship. Did, so, uh, uh, Did you see what happened to Kurt Busch? Something you rarely ever see in racing anymore. In the race last week? Yes. Well, I probably a did, complete, but I don't recall. A complete engine failure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he looked I like mean, it was fogging he, for mosquitoes. Yes, it did. And uh, that's something you usually don't see. And, I mean, you know, he... he you're exactly right. I hadn't seen that in a long time. Used to see it all the time, but used to see it a lot all the time, but not lately. Who builds those Chevy Chevy uh, engines? Hendrix. He, uh, I mean, it, it it had to eat a valve or something like that. Yeah. It was a part failure and stuff like that. Yeah, it was. Uh, 
It was a surprise. I hadn't seen that happen in a long time. Um, they're going to run this race tomorrow, which will be um, the Echo Park Automotive 500. And on the pole is Kevin Harvick. Of course, they didn't qualify. They uh, they went by uh, points, I guess. Uh, Logano is second. Keselowski starting third. Chase Elliott is fourth. Alex Bowman fifth. Martin Truex sixth. Hamlin seventh. Kurt Busch eighth. Kyle Busch ninth. And Ryan Blaney is tenth. Looking on down the line for some notables. Uh, D. Benedetto and the Wood Brothers car is 14th. Uh, Bubba Wallace. Uh, you know, Eric Jones is 17th. And I, I say every week he's... Uh, auditioning, but uh, I think the audition worked. He's going to be in the petty car next year. And uh, speaking of the petty car, that's uh, Bubba Wallace is starting 18th. And looking on down the line, um, Jimmy Johnson's 26th. And, you know, it's beginning to look like he's not going to win a race this year. Seems like, uh, I mean, they just they just don't have it. He's, he's in the boat with Kyle Busch. Yeah. And um, once again, starting 40th is Chad Fincham who I am not very familiar with. I'm going to push this button again here and see if maybe a commercial will play. No. All right. <laughs> so let's go over to Xfinity. Uh, uh, now, see, I got some screen just popped up, and I have no idea what it is. I've never seen this one before in my life. So, uh, oh, well, Xfinity. They ran at Kansas as well, and... Uh, I think uh, we had already talked about that last week because they raced on Saturday, on Friday night. No, they raced on Saturday and we had a Sunday show. Sure. So uh, that was the one where Chase Briscoe just came in and got tires and smoked them. So uh, the Xfinity point standings right now is Chase Briscoe is first with nine wins. Justin Allgaier is second. Brandon Jones third. Austin Sendrick fourth, who's going to hang around in Xfinity one more year before he steps into the Wood Brothers car. Justin Haley is fifth. Ross Chastain, who's going to the 42 car, as Nelson told us, for um, Chip Ganassi Racing. Seventh is Ryan Sieg. Eighth, Noah Cragson. Ninth, Harrison Burton. Tenth, Brandon Brown. Eleventh, Michael Annette. And twelfth, Riley Herbst. Thirteenth is Jeremy Clements. That's the best he can finish, so we want Jeremy to finish thirteenth. And he has a, looks like about a 21-point lead over um, Alex LeBay, the Canadian who is uh, right behind him. This thing might be resetting itself over here. It's flashing and screens are going. Let's see what happens if I hit this again. Nothing. Well, we're just going to go until the, the yep. cl closing comes on, I guess. Okay. You got so, anything? You just jump well, right in there. Well, we got a postcard right here of that 51 card, Jeremy Clements. It's in the Xfinity and boy, that's a good looking car. It is a good looking car and that Fox... Uh, Sticker on uh, right behind the 51 looks good on it, too. I like his white and blue colors that he's got on there. Yep. That's I mean, a sharp-looking car. Hope we do that again next year. Yep. Um, the trucks, they are going to be racing at noon on Sunday. Noon tomorrow. Uh, and they've got three races to go. And they're racing the speedycash.com 400 at Texas. And... Uh, they haven't raced for a week or so. Let's see. No, they raced at Kansas. Brett Moffitt won it. We talked about it. Uh, the point standings for the trucks. Sheldon Creed is leading. Austin Hill is second. Zane Smith is third. Brett Moffitt fourth. Grant Enfinger fifth. Matt Crafton sixth. Ben Rhodes seventh. Tyler Ankrum is eighth. Christian Eck is ninth. 
and Todd Gettle in 10th. We, uh, uh, Nelson has told us now for a couple of weeks in a row that Halle Deegan will be moving to a full-time top-notch truck ride next year. I'm not sure whose truck it is, but uh, she's um, supposed to be up and coming, so we'll see how she does. She did have a good year in ARCA. We have no ARCA results. Their season is over. And uh, so, but the last race of the year is coming up for uh, the Indy cars. And they are racing tomorrow. So you got trucks tomorrow, the cup tomorrow, and the uh, Indy cars are on the streets at St. Petersburg. And uh, what I found kind of interesting, they're on NBC. And the stock car race is on NBCSN. So uh, I think that's because the IndyCar race starts like an hour before the stock car race or maybe even an hour and a half. I'll give you those TV times in just a minute. But um, this is the first time IndyCar has run since uh, October 2nd and 3rd when they had a doubleheader on the road course at Indianapolis for two days with uh, Joseph Newgarten and Will Power winning. But their point standings are pretty much decided. I do not know. If Newgarten has a mathematical chance to catch Scott Dixon, but he's 32 points behind. Um, looks like Dixon's going to be the champion there. Colton Herta is third, and he's 101 points behind, and I can just about promise you he doesn't have a chance. Will Powers fourth. Patricio Award, a rookie, is going to finish fifth. He's from Mexico. Graham Rahal is sixth. Indianapolis 500 winner Takumo Sato is seventh. Simon Pagino from France is eighth. Alexander Rossi is ninth, and Sweden's Felix Rosenquist. Start your engines. We'll be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirit's tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirit's carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirit's apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirit's. Reedville Road on Spartanburg's West Side, where customer service is the difference. Said no one ever. I love waking up to cold cereal. Nothing satisfies like dry granola. No. Here we say good morning with sizzling sausage. Biscuits baked to perfection. The enticing aroma wafting from your freshly prepared breakfast. So make your morning easy and mix and match a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, or hash browns. Any two for just $2. It's McDonald's easy on the go breakfast. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. Value when product served. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Oh my God, did you see that play? You hate to get a message like that. Don't miss another second of what's breaking in the world of sports. The Dan Patrick Show. It's a different storyline every day. Weekdays at 9 on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. 
me. I was talking, and this thing just fired off with those two commercials, and uh, I didn't do a thing. I was, at least it didn't get me in the middle of a sentence. I had just finished the sentence, so it almost sounded like it was on purpose. I have no idea what the next commercial is going to be, so let's just, uh, let me go ahead and finish what I was doing. You know, it's close to Halloween. Maybe this is a, the studio's been here a long time. It could be haunted or something for all I know. Um, Formula One, we just got two more series to talk, talk about here. They are racing this weekend, and this is another one for uh, those early risers. This is the Heineken Portuguese Grand Prix, which will be tomorrow morning. Um, and I'll give you the TV for that in just a minute. It'll be ESPN, i tell you that. Uh, they haven't raced in a while, and like I said last week, we're going to be long gone with, the, with our radio show season over. And they're going to be racing all the way to Abu Dhabi on December the 13th for the, uh, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix in the United Arab Emirates. So uh, they still got uh, one, two, three. They still got six races left and counting tomorrow. I like watching that race over there. You Wh- know. Which one? Ali Dhabi. Uh, Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. <laughs> then you see them big yachts over there oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. they got them ramps where you can just walk straight on up there to them suites. And mm-hmm. Why don't you get us one of them, Perry? Well. Ain't you into the banking business? <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what. Yeah, I, I'm on the money laundering, and I'd probably have to start I'll, doing something crooked. I'll tell you something. One thing that was always my dream was just to work on a Formula One team. <laughs> Obviously, I couldn't do no work. They'd have to make me assistant. Manager to the manager, the assistant, assistant. But I've always wanted because that is the highest dollar, most technological thing that there is. And like I say, they have some pretty good races sometimes. And sometimes, sometimes, and but usually, and me and Perry got what we keep up with it and talk about it. And I'm bad about getting up early in the morning watching. Well, that, I mean, so. I love Formula One. I do. Uh, it's just that Lewis, Lewis Hamilton, Hamilton and the Mercedes are winning every week. Wipes everybody out. Yeah. Yeah. Them boys knows what nine sixteenths and half inch wrench actually are. Or do you? Think, I mean, it's got to be all metric. Is it? It's got to be cushioned too. I mean, you know. <laughs> but but have you uh, a pit stop in Formula One? A slow one is about two seconds. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable because they don't put any gas in it. They just are fuel or whatever it is, but they they, they change those tires and they are gone. That's Literally it. one or two second pit stops. Yep. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Are they still standing by the, the, the one lug thing in NASCAR? Oh, I mean, that's going to happen. That's going to happen and they never, they never got around to adopting Nelson's lug that he developed where you could tell that the uh, it was loose or not, but now he has to make one big one, and he can still do it, I guess. Yeah, but, uh, Nelson had a thing that had all that, you know, the worries fixed, whether the tire was, the lug nut was tight. Well, when it had plastic in it or something, yeah. and when it was tight, it, it extruded the plastic out of the these cracks or, or openings in the lug nut, and that's how you could tell if it was tight. That was a great idea. He used to carry one around in his pocket. He probably still does. And uh, I just got a text from Ronnie that says there is a station ghost. So, uh, is that what Ronnie said? I, I just just came in. Well, so the station ghost is a. Uh, well, we're gonna be here Friday <laughs> right before. I mean Saturday right on it. Well, I tell you what, we got forty. We got about forty-one minutes. So. Uh, 
We'll see what happens. All right. Anyway, the point stand is Hamilton's checked out. He's gone. They're not going to catch him. And his teammate is second, 69 points behind. That's the uh, and that's Valtteri Bottas. Max Verstappen is third. Daniel Ricciardo, actually, I think that's Ricciardo, is uh, fourth. Sergio Perez is fifth. And uh, we won't go any further than that because nobody is going to catch either one of the Mercedes. And the last series we want to talk about is the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. And, you know, I've been making some mistakes on this. Now, it says November 1st at Monterey. But I don't know if that's the GTs or that's the the Daytona prototypes, too. I, I don't know. It doesn't tell me. Because, you know, I thought they were going to be at Charlotte, but it was the it was the GT cars. So, uh, and that was in that monsoon they had up there. So, it doesn't tell me here. It, it'll, it tells me after the results are posted, but uh, I can't tell. I hope it's um, I hope it's the Daytona prototypes, which will give uh, the Wheeling team a chance to two more chances to to catch up. But we do know that the eleventh race on November the fourteenth will be the twelve the mobile one twelve hours of Sebring. So um, we um, that'll, that'll be an all. Well, I'll start to say all day. It'll be a half a day deal because it's 12 hours. And um, look forward to that, especially since the Wheeling Engineering card just kicked everybody's tail in the, in the first race they ran there um, back in, that was on July the 18th. So hopefully now, that'll happen again. I hope it does, too. That was a fun race to watch. The only time the car was out of the lead was when uh, they pitted. I know it, and that's a good series. That's a great series. It's a, it it kind of reminds me, Perry. Remember, we used to watch Can Am and Farmer with the oh yeah, and and the, I went to Road Atlanta, all stuff. that stuff, and, uh, and that's some good racing there. I used and, to love to go to see the Can Ams at Road Atlanta. But let me get this point standings here, and then we'll have a lot of time to shoot the bull. Uh, Ryan Briscoe is tied for the point lead with Ringer Vanderzandy, who won the race last week because um, he was in third when the big wreck happened. Ricky Taylor, who caused the big wreck, the second place, tied with Helio Castroneves, Spider-Man. They're eight points back. And then um, technically in fifth place is the Wheeling Engineering driver, Pipo Durrani from Brazil. He's 12 points behind. I don't know how they give out the points, but hopefully it's not too late for him to catch up. And he could have done a lot of catching up last week if he hadn't have been wrecked. So, uh... I'll try to find out for sure if that November first race uh, includes the the um, the big Daytona prototypes, and uh, but we knew it. We know it does at Sebring. I'm getting all kinds of uh, um, messages here from Ronnie, and um, so we'll just see what plays I, out here. I just got one from my brother. They will be at Laguna. Okay, I was hoping so because that's a nice track and. Uh, I know that's, uh, boy, that's twisty and elevation changes and the corkscrew and all sorts of stuff. Yep. That's a good track. Well, let's do the TV real quick, and then we'll have about 15 minutes to uh, sit here and look at each other. Uh, today at 4.30 on NBCSN is the Xfinity race from Texas, which, uh, of course, we'll be pulling for Jeremy Clemens. Um same-day tape delay, if you're interested. Probably not with all the f- football games and everything going on. But uh, 8 p.m. the night, there's the same day on e- uh, NBCSN as the IndyCar qualifying from St. Petersburg. 
Then tomorrow, all of this is live at 9.05 is the Formula One uh, Portuguese Grand Prix, and that's on ESPN2 at noon. Just about the time you uh, catch your breath from the Formula One race, you can watch the Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series race on FS1. That's from 12 o'clock to 2 o'clock from Texas. And at 2.30 from St. Petersburg on NBC, as I said, the big, the big network's going with the IndyCars for their finale. And that's at 2.30, um, IndyCars from St. Petersburg. And then at 3.30 to 7.30 on NBCSN is um, the NASCAR, Winston, oh, listen to me, NASCAR Cup Series from Texas. And that's a lot of racing tomorrow. Um, going up against football, the World Series, and all sorts of stuff. So, uh, a lot happening, isn't it? A lot happening. Talk for a second there amongst yourselves and let me uh, see what's going on here. I'm getting all kind of attachments and things here. Well, well that's good. We're getting some, res- getting some good response. <laughs> it's all from Ronnie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we, we still got to look into the fishing deal. I mean, I'm, let's put it this way I'm all about racing, but I ain't got no race car. And I ain't got no Bud Moore, no more. And, uh, I mean, I could tag along with y'all, but I wouldn't be much use unless I'd wax a car or something oh, like that. Oh, we don't that. wax no dirt car. Hardly. Well, no, I know that. That's huh? right. That's reason I wouldn't be no no, no use. But I'd, we're not I, like I'll come out there and love so y'all win. Out. We're not like we're going to be qualifying at Daytona, and it's got to be all slicked up a little it's bit. It's got to be. But, I, now, I do keep a clean race car, but uh, that's just the way things are. Yeah, I know it. Another thing I like, though, and it's kind of typical with racers. I know Bobby Allison, other than driving a race car, he liked fish. Yep. I like fish, too. And we, my old lady really likes fish. Your who? Your who? My, my young lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, Roberta likes to fish a lot, too. So we're we, we still trying to head down there where we can catch some, you know. Um, I got a note here. I got two of them of note of interest. That looks like Tyler says that uh, that eleven thirty five thing that jumped jumped to me a while ago while I was talking uh, was automatic. I don't know why, but he says that um, the next one should be as normal, which um, I'll have to do manually. So let's get another break in here. And you guys look at this. The big man Ryan Delaney just sent me a text with um, a picture attached to it. And there's Jeremy Clemens' Martinsville car for next week. And that's a good-looking car. Yep, that sure is. Kind of got pe- them Halloween colors. Too. Yeah, Halloween colors. And uh, Fox right there uh, in front of the uh, rear wheel well. So that's a that's a good-looking picture. i tell you what, I can't thank and I Brian think- and them and Joe and them doing so much to help them Clements because, you know, the Bartmerg team and everything and... Uh, just, just appreciate they doing what all they're doing. They're doing wonders with he's doing wonders with the station, and doing wonders with uh, trying to help local racing. So. Yep. Let me see if this if this commercial doesn't play. You can keep talking. So let me see what happens right here. If it does, you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg.
It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Man, I need a new car, but I have no idea where to look. Have you tried Impex Pre-Owned at Bowling Springs? Pre-Owned? I'm not looking for something with lots of mileage on it. That's why you need to go to Impex Pre-Owned, because they have a huge selection of new model cars and trucks with low mileage. Well, that sounds great, but i got to stick to my budget. And that's another reason why you need to check out Impex Pre-Owned. New model cars with low mileage at thousands less than you'll find anywhere else. Call Yvette today at 864-327-9297 or check out ImpexPreOwned.com. Impex Pre-Owned. Quality used cars made easy. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Hey, this is Ryan Clary. Lately, I've been eating one home-cooked meal after another. I'm talking million-dollar spaghetti, Mexican lasagna, chicken tetrazzini. I can't cook at all, and my wife's a great cook, but she has a full-time job. So neither of us have time to feed our three little ones a home-cooked meal. Many of you listening can relate one way or another. Who has the time? Mama Sue's does. That's right. Mama Sue's on East Henry Street in Spartanburg has homemade meals daily for you to pick up, place an order online, or stop in at Mama Sue's. Also check out their $5 lunch specials. Mama Sue's, open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6. The weather has finally cooled down, and football season is finally here. Whether you'll be tailgating at a game or at the house this season, you'll still need ice. Twice the Ice has 12 convenient ice houses located throughout the county. Twice the Ice is affordable and is never touched by human hands. Get a 10-pound bag for $1.25 or a 16-pound bag or 20-pound bulk for $1.75. And it's available 24 hours a day using cash, credit, or debit card. To find a Twice the Ice location near you, visit SpartanburgWaterIce.org. So, what if you're walking out to your car after work today and it's been mashed by a runaway garbage truck? Yep, State Farm has an agent for that. Having your own State Farm agent means having a real person there to help you when things go wrong. So when accidents happen, you've got someone you know who will be there when you need them. Cliff Gobert in Spartanburg is that State Farm agent. Cliff's got your back when things go wrong. Call Cliff Gobert on East Main Street today, 597-1200. That's 597-1200. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I've seen the bookmarks on your computer. Gmail, Google. Where are we? Why are we not bookmark worthy? Go away. Don't talk to me. I hope your car radio explodes. Okay, I take it back. But please, bookmark SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. And welcome back to the last few minutes to start your engines. It looks like six minutes, so... Be about it. Greg, do you want to say something? Yeah, I hate to bring up bad things, but 
Just don't be here too long. But this this <coughs> this has to be brought up. Perry and his wife and daughter and son they they, they have a couple of great dogs, male to female, and they lost one of them earlier this week. And them things, them dogs are hard to let go of. I mean, it's a bad deal. Perry had all the precautions, you know, all the safety fence fences, electric, electric, and everything. Invisible fence. They just changed his battery. And he, just a great dog. I mean, the dog there would bark at They just want you to love on uh, it. They only fought with each other. I mean, if you wanted to break into the house, they'd tell you where the key was if they if they could. Yeah, they, they were the friendliest dog. They barked at strangers, but instantly were your friends. Now, Mia's still with us. She's been heartbroken all week. And uh, she was named, Hannah named, we got him at the same day at the pound. We went to get a dog when Bucky died. You used to come over and feed Bucky. Yeah, I used to, I used to look after Bucky. Well, and- Bucky passed away and we went and got, came back with two. And they were just like part, I don't know. They were pretty big dogs. They weighed nice 70 dog. pounds, but Real they were pretty. black and one had more brown. Brother and sister. Slick. They look good. Always together. So Hannah, uh, and this was eight years ago, Hannah named hers Mia. After Mia Hamm, the soccer player, because Hannah was a big soccer player. And, Real big. And Jake named his Brock after Brock Lesnar, one of these uh, MMA fighters. Well, Brock is the one that got loose, and uh, he, uh, I don't know what else I could have done. I mean, we did the same schedule and done everything for eight years, but uh, I just hope he was trying to come home. Well. It, it happened right around dawn, evidently, on a... Uh, Monday morning. Well, and uh, I don't talk about it anymore because we're going to get another dog today. My father taught me a long time ago when you lose a dog, get another one right away. And because uh, they all need help, well, they all need but, people. But to... get get your mind off of it, and you'll love this one just like I mean. That's we got Brock and Mia when Bucky died. So now Brock has passed away, and we're going to go to a Union and pick one up today. And, and it's a cocker spaniel, and uh, Bucky was a cocker spaniel, and. We can't wait. We're happy and excited and rest in peace, Brock. Your replacement is on the way. My brother had a cocker spaniel named Flash. <coughs> he named it Flash. You know who Flash's nickname was? Well, Cecil, Cecil Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. That, that was it. And guess what? That dog was mean. I'm <laughs> pure mean. <laughs> oh, Bucky was mean. Now, these two I just mentioned were nice, but Bucky, he'd come in on a cold. You know, i bring him in, you know, it was like freezing outside and let him sleep on... If I got anywhere near trying to get him, you know, to go outside to go to the, he'd growl at me and grit his teeth. He wasn't getting off of that couch. But uh, uh, I want to say one other thing. We got three minutes left. Um, I've been reading Will Cronkite's book, and he's got a lot in there about Mike. I mean, not just taking the rebar and the car to Cincinnati and chaining it to the light pole and everything like he told us last week, but um, just a lot of stories about when they. Uh, I, well, I mean, Will did so much, I can't remember exactly which car it was, but it was Cecil Gordon's car. They might have worked together on another car or something, but there's a lot of Mike stories in there. So, uh, Mike made a lot of impact on a lot. Like I say, I, I'd forgot that he worked for Abraham. Well, everybody, uh, everybody uh, I mean, we talk ain't. to knows him and likes him. Well, he works, his, he always worked his tail off, and everybody liked him. And. Like I say, it's the first class act, just like his brother sitting right here. Well, he must be uh, he must be listening, and so we know we got one out there because yeah. if, 
He's if he's a, got something to say, he'll text he's the right them. stuff. Now, Alan can cuss him if he wants to, but uh, call this his brother. He can, get, he can get away with that. Micah, you got an open invitation, by the way. You just call in anytime you want to. Not today. We only got a minute 55 left, but... Uh, he can drive down here anytime he wants anytime to. Anytime you want to, get on the phone. That's the same for you, Ronnie. Same for you, Lanny. Uh, in fact, our phone number is 864-468-1400, and anybody can call us. So, um doesn't happen that much that we get phone calls, but we know we got people listening all around the country. And uh, when my son was deployed, he listened to us in the Persian Gulf, and I think he might have gotten some of those other Marines to listen to us. So uh, we got a good show. Um, I want to thank Ryan Delaney for sending us that text, just sending me that text just a few minutes ago of the uh, um, Martinsville car. Ryan said we had a good show going. He must not have heard when the commercials were screwing up. <laughs> but uh, it, uh, we do have a good show, and I'm proud of it. And I hope we can uh, hope we can do it again next year. But we still got three to go this year after uh, Martinsville, Phoenix, and then we'll do our yearly wrap up show. Greg got about ten seconds to say something. All I can say this is a great show, and we got the nucleus of people here that that, that know historic racing been involved in racing and this sort of thing and I'm just tickled to be part of it and can't thank the Delaney's enough and Claire and all of them. You know, they're fixing this place up gradually. I think they're going to pave out front and everything. It, it, this this radio station and the shows is on it. I mean, it, uh, we, we head it up, not not backwards. So, uh, Alan, you got about 10 seconds. He took 40 think, of them. Just thinking of the Daryl Yarborough family and uh, okay. all the people at Greer Dragway. Yep. Yeah, yep. want to send our condolences out to them, and uh, we will. Uh, we'll be back next week with. Uh, a, 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 and Greg has gets us the greatest guests. I I put our guest list up against any show, just about anywhere. Winston Kelly. Uh, so uh, we got to go. We'll be back next week. We appreciate everybody for listening. Call in if you want to. Natalie, get the table ready. And we'll talk to you next week. And don't forget to keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Wood's books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. We are your home for the herd with Colin Cowherd weekdays at noon is Fox Sports 1400 WSBG Spartanburg now on FM at 98.3.